I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Because obviously your name's Ian, so for anyone who doesn't know, obviously I know it stands for hunk. <laughs> no, what does H stand for? Homosexual. No, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it has been huge. No, no. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I'm joined by pop legend, Welsh songbird, and one-fifth of the most iconic band ever. It's Atron Steps, everybody! Woo! Bring it on, big me up, baby. Build me up, Buttercup. Build <laughs> oh, me up, Buttercup, Tom Jones. No, that was, oh, I don't know. Oh, what was the original? But it was from the film, do you remember Shallow Hal? And they yeah. all, all the cast got to sing it at the end. I don't yeah. know, but leave that with me. Because yeah. the uh, minute you just said it, I just thought of Tom Jones saying that to me. And oh, I went weak at the knees. It, it's, it's the Welsh accent, you see. <laughs> I met him once, right, H, at um, Ollie Murs was doing the voice with him. Um, and I went with me pal for like their final. And I low-key fancy Tom Jones. It's not even low-key, like I fucking love him. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was chatting to him and I'd had a couple of drinks and I just went, I'd let you wear me like a hat, mate. <laughs> you didn't know what to do with himself. Considering he's such a lady killer as well. Like he looked, I, I think it was my accent that was putting him off. He looked at Ollie and he went, what did she say? And Ollie was like, yeah. you don't want to know. You don't it's because know. it's because you needed subtitles. <laughs> Okay, so my my Tom Jones story, Go I'm on, friends me. with Keris, Keris Matthews, mm-hmm. and way back when, we're talking maybe like 20 years ago, we were doing the Smash Hits Pull Winners Party. Oh, God. And Weren't Tom, Smash Hits just the days it? Bring back Smash Hits. Seriously. I'll come in with like, you. SMTV, Smash Hits Pull Winners Party. Oh. Pe- people... Seriously, they don't know what, what they're missing today. Yeah. Anyway, right. So my, my Tom Jones story. I'm friendly with um, Keris Matthews. Yeah. And 20 years ago, we were doing the P- Smashers Pole Winners Party. It was at the time where Tom and Keris did... Do you remember they did Cold Outside together? Yeah, oh, that's what I was trying to think of. The song they did together, wasn't it? Oh, iconic. This, their voices blended together was something else, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, Ke- Keris was literally <laughs> off her tits. <laughs> Basically, and uh, Tom had this massive Winnebago, like a trailer backstage. And she went, come and meet Tom. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so Kenneth drags me into Tom's trailer. Tom, this is it. I know you are. You are from the valleys. <laughs> oh, what he says. I was like, oh, my effing God, Tom he just knows that I exist. <laughs> it's 
crazy does. So like obviously he's like pop music, whatever you want to call it, music royalty. Is yeah. that like your equivalent of like us meeting the Queen or something? Um, I mean, I I don't think the Queen's got pipes like Tom. <laughs> she may have, I, I don't know. But I Can mean, you imagine he... Lizzie singing sex bomb. <laughs> <laughs> What's new, pussy cat? <laughs> I'd die. I would love to say that. But, you know, I just read, right, this is madness, but the, well, Wales have produced more iconic singers per capita than any other country in the world. Did you know that? I didn't, but I will I'd absolutely endorse that. Yes. <laughs> so go on, if you had to create one super sick, uber-powerful Welsh supergroup to rule them all, who would your four members of your supergroup be? Oh, my goodness me. Okay, so um, I, I'm going to exclude myself from this. Um, so there are... there You're are. going to manage them like? <laughs> you fucking be in it, you lazy I'll, bastard. I'll go... <laughs> what you say, like, I'm in Westlife. <laughs> I'll just watch. <laughs> I'll just get up. <laughs> Okay, so we're talking icons. We're talking Shirley Bassey. We're talking mm. Tom Jones. Mm. I'm going to say Captain Jenkins. Oh, and I'm yes. also going to say, um, because he's a mucker of mine, Alla Jones. There you go. Oh, I love Alla as well. I, right, quick one. I don't know why I'm using you as like my spokesperson to Wales right now. But okay. last question before we start talking about your incredibly exciting and busy life. <laughs> How's Charlotte Church? Is she all right? Where is she? Of course, let's you know what that she she'll be standing in the wings for our super group. I forgot about Charlotte. Sorry, Charles. Charlotte Church on first reserve. That's so muggy. <laughs> on the bench, bitch. <laughs> warm up, Char. Catherine, <laughs> Catherine's got tonsillitis. Fucking stretch out. Few lunges. <laughs> we love a bit. We love a bit, Charles. Let's not diss Charles. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But like, you're telling me she's okay because she absolutely fell off the radar a bit, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Uh, but, you know, I think she had a bit of a, a bad... I knew Charlotte many, many years ago. Yeah. And she's just been keeping herself to herself. You know, yeah. she had a bad time in the media and she just basically made so much money she could tell everybody to fuck off. So that's what she's done. I think Good that's, on her. The, that's the dream, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's the dream. Um, oh, babe, so I know you're super busy and I'm so <laughs> grateful you've agreed to do this. I feel like you fitted me in around the school run. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, I've had a jam-packed day in between um, steps meetings, uh, uh-huh. fake tanning, choreography, the school run, and you were in there somewhere. <laughs> I would happily be in between like the school run and steps choreography. I feel so glamorous. <laughs> How do you do it all, H? Like, I was literally walking the dog the other day, right, with me pal, and I went like... I've all I've got a Labrador puppy like he's a big dog and I've a Labrador puppy I work full time I'm trying to keep the house nice and that and Irkan's been away this week and I was like I'm exhausted like I'm fucking done in like how do people have kids how do people, I don't and I couldn't fit it in and it, we went down a bit of a rabbit hole I was like how the fuck people have got time to have affairs I'll never know because I can't fucking just make time to have sex with only one fella like I'm <laughs> exhausted so I want to know how you do I, it all I haven't got time to have sex with myself Jesus <laughs> Self-love is important, H. You need Isn't to make time for that. Self-love, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe what you said. No, I'm thrilled. And we've definitely found our teaser for the episode. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you know what? The answer to your question is I have no fucking idea. My, my life is crazy. And it's got even crazier since I have kids because, yeah. you know, now they're in a school curriculum mm-hmm. and I have to 
make sure they get to school on time with the correct homework and if it's a PE kit or if they've had to make you know, a, a wreath or if it's red day or bring a pound because you have to wear a gold hat. It's like, how but, do I do that? Wait, when I did remember... school become so intense? Oh, Jesus, seriously. It wasn't like that in our day, was it? No, because you used to rock up in uh, with holes in, in your shoes, uh, <laughs> with, with a skateboard and probably a pack of fags in your pocket. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I feel like I got home and everything, but once a year you might have like a non-uniform day, and that was it. But I feel like now, like I look on social media, and obviously loads of my mates are having kids and stuff, and like for example, one day everyone's dressed up as books, you know, World Book Day, so they've had to make these. And it's not, it's it's like everything. It's no longer good enough for kids to just have a bin bag lashed over their head and a witch's hat on for Halloween. Like that's unacceptable. It has to be big. Everything now, but right? Life was simple, you know. Yeah. A bin bag just cut it. But now, do you know what? I want to punch those smug parents in the face <laughs> because they've been they want they've been working for weeks on on, on you know on their their transformer outfit made of box. And, uh, and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> You'll have a rainbow on your face. <laughs> Pride, right? Shut up. <laughs> oh, smug parents, seriously. I mean, but it's parenting is hard because mm. you have to juggle. I don't have uh, you know, a nine to five job, a regular job. No, it's unpredictable, right? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. um, you know, most of my children's uh, friends in school, they see their parents go to work. And they see that they are, you know, a policeman or a teacher or they work in an office or a supermarket. So, and they physically go to work. I've made a point recently of telling, because my children still really don't know what I do. <laughs> I've seen you perform it. They have when they were younger, but, you know, their memories are, they're short-term memories. Uh -huh. they, they've, they kind of get it. Um, but I'm starting to show them videos of me on stage. Yeah, because so I want should. them to know what daddy does, you know, they, because, you know, money doesn't grow on, on trees, <laughs> right? You know, I, I go out to work and I provide for my kids. So it was important for me to show my kids what I do, even though it's not a conventional job. So yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we, you know, we headlined the Queen's Jubilee. Uh, that the was Park. unreal, by the way. But it was, you know what? But for me, you know, there are, there are TVs that I do that I have to watch because, mm -hmm. you know, they, they mean that they're really personal. Yeah. So I sat my kids down in front of the TV. That was a big moment. Like you should yes. be so proud of yourself. Like I'd make my kids fucking watch that as well. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. you know, I sat them down and, you know, they go, this is what, you know, this is what daddy does. You know, daddy's singing and dancing and 30 seconds in they went can we play Nintendo <laughs> it's ungrateful they don't give a fuck Philistines the <laughs> noticed <laughs> although oh. if it was Crazy Frog they would have stayed there for three minutes ding, ding, ding. no honestly I just but then so obviously they must know like the, the parents at the school that you take your kids to the most people are like fuck now that's it from steps like they must have a level that daddy like of not of awareness that daddy's different yeah I mean I mean the other parents I think there was there were a few kind of you know elbow nudges and a few whispers you know the first maybe couple of weeks of term but that's all gone now you know I'm, I'm I'm just like any other parent you know yeah. I rock up I brush my teeth you know take my kids to school you know I'm there with my hat on and my joggers you know yeah. <laughs> oh I'm definitely going to be that parent like I think when you get a pet like especially one as high maintenance as Milo it's a definite precursor to kind of 
being a mother or being a father, whatever. It's like teaching you what type of parent you're going to be. And I kind of always hoped I'd give it the Kate Middleton, you know, like beautiful, like flesh, freshly blow dried With hair. a nanny, you mean? With five <laughs> nannies? No, I fucking wish, mate. Um, but no, like the beautiful blow dried hair, the gorgeous dress, you know, like everything was effortless. But like since getting Milo, like I take him on the, I roll out of bed in my pajamas. And like most of the time I take him on the dog walk still in my pajamas haven't brushed my hair like I don't brush my teeth I don't put a bra on and I'm like this is definitely who I'm going to be at the school gates and I think I've made my peace with it do you walk your dog on your own or with your fella mostly on my own just oh yeah well then, yeah I, I, I'm glad you said that <laughs> Mostly on my own. But yeah, like I think, so you are the parent at the school gates who's like, kids look immaculate. You've done a great job with them, but you're like, like you've been dragged through a hedge backwards. Do you know what? I I will say that my kids now are, so they're six. So I've got twin boys and they're six-year-old. How do I say their names? Because I got them through on the list and I was like, I'm going to butcher this in my accent. Definitely. Okay, so, so, so they're Welsh names. Uh-huh. So they're Maxen. Maxine, is it Cabby? No, no, so Cubby. So it's just spelt a Welsh way, like Cubby Bear. Cubby. And what does that mean in Welsh? So Cubby is named after um, a very famous, beautiful mountain in Wales called Caer Gabby. Oh, that's lush. Yeah, Cubby. And he's also a patron saint of Wales, like St. David as well. So Maxine and Cubby, that's absolutely beautiful. Oh. A, li- a little, a little uh, unknown fact, which is I can't even believe I'm going to tell you this. So my, <laughs> so my children are named after animals. Animal. <laughs> so I had a horse many years ago called Maxen, uh-huh. and uh, I love this horse. And so Max is named after the horse, and um, Cabby is named after Alid Jones's dog. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even, I don't even know what to say about that one, babe. Because <laughs> I'm great mates with Alan, and I have been for years and years. We were neighbours in London, and uh, we ended up doing uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang together. He fell in love with my dog, Dewi, who's a Bichon, who is the patron saint of Wales, Dewi Sant. Uh-huh. And he wanted to get a Bichon for his kids. Mm-hmm. So I travelled with him to God knows where to get this Bichon. And he was like, what do we call him? We need another regal name. So another patron saint of Wales was Cubby. And then many years later, I, I, I just, you know, banked the name and my child <laughs> shall be known as Cubby. Are you gonna are you gonna tell them the truth when they get old? I like use a yeah. he's like named after a horse and a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <Something> class. <laughs> Why not, eh? Keep them humble. They're gonna need them. They've got a pop stop now. They're gonna need brought out a peg or two. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. I like really odd names. So obviously my fella's Turkish Cypriot and he'd love like, you know, something very traditionally Turkish Cypriot. And the rest of the family, his brothers who've had kids, they've sort of conformed a little bit. They've got a Sophia, um, a Chet, okay, Chet in. Wicks, you know, both ways, doesn't it? Yeah, Sophia definitely does, like Jasmine. So it's lovely, but I like, and I, I can't believe I'm even about to say this, and if any of you bitches listening to this have kids before me and call your name, you call your child this, I will know you've got it from here. So just FYI, I like Atlas. Oh, I love that. Do you like it? Okay, because everyone else yeah. is terrible, like terrible oh, reviews. So I love that. That's that's Greek, a bit very strong and that's regal. It's one of the Greek gods, no Atlas. Atlas, and so this is me dream world, right? Little boy called Atlas comes along first. I feel like you know, Erkan would love that. Um, and then a little girl called Ava. Oh, I love that. Oh, Atlas and Ava. Yeah. You may have twins. Oh my god! So right, this is the next question I was going to ask you. Obviously, you you conceived by like a surrogate, right? Yes. So my my children were born by surrogacy. And did so I read that because obviously I'm starting like my little fertility journey now. On I eight, I'm going to freeze my eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read when you do like IVF and stuff, like there's a there's a higher chance of you having um, twins, triplets, etc. Because to put so many eggs inside just to guarantee a bit of success. Is that true or is that a bit of an um, old wise? Well, I mean, the hormones that you take, um, I mean, I, I'm not a, a medical professional. No, me neither. But I, you know, but I understand that they, st- obviously they stimulate your yeah. ovaries and they, and that produces lots of eggs. Yeah. Um, and when you, so I've, do you know some terminology about all of this? So you know what a blastocyst is and an embryo? No, a blastocyst sounds like something out of Star Wars, mate. So uh, <laughs> Or a cocktail. <laughs> or, or a naughty sex act. <laughs> oh, it's been so long ago. Did you get rid of your hair? I blastocysted him. <laughs> With two hands. <laughs> anyway, okay, so, yeah, so... Um, IVF is basically a procedure where eggs are taken uh, from a woman mm-hmm. and then are fertilized uh, with uh, sperm and that creates a blastocyst and then an embryo. Yeah. And then they are implanted into the woman or a womb of some kind. <laughs> and yeah, the more um, embryos that you implant, obviously the more chance of success. Yeah. It depends on the grade of your embryos. So if they're kind of A, B, C, D, you know, you know, you can grade everything. If they are A star, then you, they have more chance of developing. But if they're not, then the, the, um, the doctor may actually put more in to greater the chance of success. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Play the odds, innit? Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. But the odds may, may or may not be in your favor. <laughs> Because you may end up with four little ones. You don't know. Mad that, isn't it? So it is is true what they say, like the IVF process kind of can create like, you know, multiple births within one pregnancy. Yeah, but you know, but it can also create none, you know, because, you know, it's not the right conditions. You know, I went through many ups and downs. So, you know, um, matched with surrogates that, you know, things weren't right egg donors where, you know, parts that, that didn't marry up with, you know, um, the surrogate. So many different elements involved in the reproductive process yeah. um, and things can go wrong along the way. 
sorry, this is just literally because I'm so nosy about this process. So in America, I know surrogacy is like, I know Kim Kardashian, like just, and this sounds like I'm, I'm really flippantly saying it, but she just paid the woman who was her surrogate, didn't she? Um, I actually don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I've never watched an episode of the Kardashians. Have you not? No. So, you know, I have stopped watching it because I felt like it was just grown women shouting at their family. And I'm like, oh God, I love my family. I yeah, can't I really can go home for that. Give <laughs> <laughs> them Geordie accents and I'm literally in my house. No, I, I was just a bit like, oh God, this is a bit, it gives me anxiety, but I am fascinated by them nonetheless. And I do love them. And the show is just a lot for me. But yeah, so she paid a surrogate and that process of like paying someone to do that theater is not illegal in the US, but that's illegal in the UK, right? No, um, so no, it's not illegal. So there are just different laws that surround surrogacy in different parts of the world. So I went to California because the laws are very different there. So uh, from three months in the womb, my child, I could be on the birth certificate. That's amazing. Yeah, that is. is the difference because my hairdresser, I hope he doesn't mind us talking about this, is a great fella. He's literally thrown a party this weekend for his little boy because he's officially his. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and his partner like had to almost adopt him after nine months. Yes, very much from so, the yeah. surrogate. Yeah, that is scary to think nine months you've been bringing someone up and things could it's still not your baby. Yes, and it's not it's it's legal, but it is illegal in this country to pay somebody for that service. Right. Okay. Whereas in that. America, it's called compensation. So if right. um, if a uh, trust a, the Americans to find a way around this. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. No, but when you think about it, they're doing this incredible thing for you to have a family. They are they are towards the you know the the a third trimester. They don't want to go to work, understandably. Mm. So you compensate them for time off work. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously pay for medical bills if there are any complications, aftercare. So you know, quite an expensive are, process. Then each it it oh it, it it really is. You know, you're talking hundreds of thousands. It can <gasps> rack up. Yeah, wow. it can rack up. Wow. Into that. And depending on if you're successful first time, second time, third time, like I say, there may be complications. The aftercare may not go according to plan. So it's a minefield. It really is. Can I? So then, can I ask you another question? God, I feel like I'm being really personal. Um, do you did you keep in touch with your surrogate, or was it really just a case of we just didn't want to have that relationship, or did she want to keep in touch with your boys, or what? Well. My children come from a non-traditional family unit anyway. So it's very obvious that, you know, there isn't a a mum and a dad. Mm. So I always wanted my surrogate as part of their life and their journey. And we are, we message daily. So in crying oh, really oh. of course why, why i i can't exclude this incredible person that helped me have a family you know they they call her auntie you know they they're amazing yeah. she's amazing she's been over to stay she gets daily yeah. pictures we have conversations we do facetimes so yeah of course and so do your boys know the process you know daddy wanted you so much that he had to get the help from this lovely lady and that's how you were born is that how it's sort of explained the basics yes Um, so there's a really special lady that helped you into the world so and they're just starting to ask questions now where babies come from you know things like that so that's where that piece of the jigsaw kind of comes together but they've always known that um you know there are lots of different kinds of families so you know some people have one daddy or mm. two daddies, two mummies, mm. mm. or grandparents, or sometimes they have carers. You know, so they, they've all, they're always aware that there is no 
traditional family unit. Yeah. And especially now, look, uh, I don't know whether if, if you've checked my Instagram, but recently uh, I put a video up with my kids making pride flags. I did just say, I had a little stalk of your Instagram earlier. I like to do that before I get my guests on. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll see, you know, my kids, I, and I'm so proud, you know, I don't brainwash them with everything, with anything. I, you know, I drip feed, you know, p- bits of information that yeah. I find are important to me and for them as little people. And they and they woke me up on Saturday morning, which never happens. And they were downstairs, and they were making flags out of straws and bits of paper. So and, they, and they said, "Daddy, this is your pride flag." I went, just off the top of my head. I said, "You know what does pride mean?" And they said, "Pride means you are proud to be whoever you want to be." Oh no, no, I really am gonna cry. And then my other one, Max said, and uh, boys can kiss boys, girls can kiss girls, boys can marry boys. And then Kabi said, and, no, and you don't have to kiss anybody if you don't want to. <laughs> Very important add-on, Kabi. Well done. Consent <laughs> is important. <laughs> but you know what? This kind of stuff should be taught basic stuff, you know, yeah. when, when they're four or five years old. Yeah. So they're aware of non-traditional family units, you know, every. Yeah about being proud of who you are and who you want to be, whatever that may be. You know, no. and then we would live in such a more accepting, beautiful, colourful world. I do think it's better though, like, and I'm maybe it's being just like really naive or potentially just hopeful, but I feel like when I went to school, you know, it was very much like you had a mum and a dad. That was it, you know? And if somebody's mum or dad was divorced, everyone was talking about it, you know? It was gossip. And, like, you were aware that something was happening. And I just felt like it was a a very much more closed-minded time. And now I know kids are going to school and they're being taught a little bit about the things you're saying, you know, about being super accepting of who you are, about being aware of different dynamics within family units. And honestly, I think... Conditioning children from a very young age to understand that change, uniqueness, differentness, like being who you want to be, all of this is beautiful and normal and great and should be celebrated, can only end one way. And that is brilliantly. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, just celebrating humanity in all of its uniqueness. It doesn't matter what ability you are. I hate using disability, but ability, Mm. color, gender, sexuality. You know, we're we're all on a spectrum of some kind. Let's just celebrate being different and beautiful. I love that. What a beautiful way to end part one. H, I've got so many more questions for you in part two. Will you please join me? Oh, I'm going to pour a little gin and maybe I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) You're my fucking favourite guest ever. I'll speak to you in a bit, (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 